0: This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's topic is what makes greatness. So what if you just did it? What if you just truly went after the stuff that you wanted the most full fucking speed? What if you'd run through a fucking wall for what it is that you want and desire? You know, whether it's a new job you want or to go out on your own and start your own company. What if it was for the relationship you've always dreamed of? What about the body? What if you went all in, stopped eating the bullshit food that you eat, started making the gym a commitment? What if you went all the way after what you wanted? Of course, you'd have to not care if you failed. You'd have to eliminate the fear of judgment from others. And and if you'd have to stop limiting your own growth, because at the end of the day, we're our own worst critics. You know, that, that external fear that gets pushed upon us of what other people will think is just complete bullshit, because who cares, right? I mean, it's easy for me to say from behind the mic right now, but really when it comes down to it, who the fuck cares if somebody else likes what you're doing or doesn't? You should be doing, in theory, most things just for yourself. What if, as you're going after that, you start to realize the fact the world hasn't even come close to seeing the greatness you had inside yourself? And they hadn't seen it because you're the one that's afraid to let it out. You're the one that... It's keeping a it bottle inside like it matters, like it's, it's some prize to hold on to, but you're afraid to let the prize out to the world because what if the world doesn't understand it? Shit, admittedly, maybe your own fucking greatness scares you. Maybe you know how powerful you really are, but are limited by the stories you've told yourself or heard about yourself for years. I know that that part right there, that's me. I'm, I'm fearful of my greatness. I'm fearful for being judged. I'm not as secure as it might seem like I am. I walk with my head held high and my chest out because I can walk comfortably in my own skin, but being judged and being ridiculed and being thought of in a less than positive light sucks. A lot of times in my life, that's been completely deserved. You know, I've done a bunch of crazy shit that I shouldn't have done. I've cheated on every girlfriend I've ever been with. I've lied. I don't know if I've stolen, but I'm sure in some capacity I've stolen in in, in some part of life. I'm sure there's things I've, I've, I've done that I've now pushed back subconsciously that fucking hurt when they're brought up these things wear you down on the inside you know think about it the stories you've heard about yourself or anything like me are you're not good enough right you know your parents your, your friends when you were little you're just not good enough you're not good enough at a sport you're not good enough at, at school you're not you're just not enough you're not smart enough you're not getting the best grades you're not attractive enough you're not go, you're not able to get the hot guy or girl you don't have the right background to get to where you want to get to in life i mean people from people that are from where you're from don't do what you want to do it'll be tough you know that too many people have tried and failed these are all bullshit stories that at least i've heard right i mean i'm gonna assume that you've heard them too fuck we've all heard them the biggest one is that you aren't special there's nothing special about you you're not different stop 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 just fucking stop for a second you are special enough switch your mindset for a second i mean let's let's talk this through for just a second with me you are special enough you're incredibly special if we come down to the harsh reality of our situation there is only one of you by the nature of that exact statement you're rare and when is something rare not special We pay more for diamonds because we think they're more rare. Well, that's probably debatable, but there's a multitude of diamonds that are the same cut and clarity on the planet, but we look at them as rare and precious. But yourself, me, we have this weird mental block that we're not rare. We're not precious. We're not special, but that's bullshit. You are truly one of one. When is there something that you've only come across once in a lifetime that you didn't think was amazing? For instance, let's think of the Grand Canyon right now. You know, close your eyes for a second, picture it. If you've been there or not, or you've seen it in videos or, or pictures, imagine you're there. This massive expanse of the Grand Canyon. It's majestic beauty. It's mystique. It's seemingly endless abundance. As far as the eye can see in both directions, there's this huge crevice in in, in the earth that's Got a beautiful river rushing through it. And just looks stunning. So the Grand Canyon is the only one that I know of on the planet. That's why it's the Grand Canyon. Sure, there's other there's other canyons, but it's not the Grand Canyon. It's not the one that's here in the United States. It's it's not that one. So there's only one that'll ever be. So think about it. People travel from far and wide to take a picture of the Grand Canyon just to say that they were there. Just to say they were in its presence. Just to say that's, that they had they had a chance to experience what that is. That's you, my friend. That same majestic beauty, that same uniqueness, that same magnitude, that same divinity, that's you. That's truly who you are right now. The only limiting factor to that, the only thing that stops that from being true is the bullshit story you tell yourself. Now that's predicated by the fact that you've been told this shit your entire life, that's intentionally designed to slow you down, to not have you think outside the box, to not have you question things. It's a clutter you've heard about yourself or what other people would like you to do or be since you were old enough to form memories. Well, guess what? There can't be any more people like you because you are truly one of one, even if you're a twin. You're in an identical twin. You're not the exact same. In my opinion, we spend our entire lives here searching, expanding, and inspiring or stagnant, sedating, and introverted. But we all get to inherently decide inside ourselves what path we go down. It might always feel like it's our choice, but we have the ability to make decisions for ourselves. You just have to decide that you're going to. Everything else another version of the story you have wired in your brain, a story that's been thrust upon you from external factors. Parents, friends, siblings, media, name something. You can't do what you want because you have kids and responsibility. You can't do what you want because you don't have enough money. You can't do what you want because you don't live in the right city. You can't do what you want because you don't know the right people. Bullshit. All of that's fucking bullshit. You just don't want what you say you want bad enough to go out and figure out a way to fucking get it. None of us have anything in life that's worth having that comes easy. And nothing worth worth having is ultimately easy. We see all the celebrities, the social media influencers, all the people that have quote unquote made it with their nice homes or great cars or beautiful spouses. And I, I admittedly, I want that. We all want that somewhere inside of ourselves. We can say we don't, but there's not one of us that doesn't want the nice car. There's not one of us that doesn't want disposable income to take a private jet somewhere. You might not be materialistic, but that shit is fucking epic to hop on a private jet and go somewhere to skip the airport line, to throw your bag in the back of a plane and just go. Everybody wants that inside. Just some of us own that we want it. Some of us own we want it enough that we're going to go out and get it. But what makes those people, what makes those celebrity influencers, what makes those truly affluent people different than you and I? Admittedly to me, it's not as crazy as you might think it is. Sure, there's some that are born with a silver spoon in their mouth. There's some that are third, fourth, fifth generation wealth. Take all that shit and throw it away. We're not talking about the exception. We're talking about kind of the rule here. So what makes them different than you or I? In my opinion, simply stated, they pick a fucking target and they start heading towards it every day in small incremental steps. That's it. At some point, they had to start their journey. They had to go at least partially in on their dream. Maybe it was while they were working a second job, you know, a full-time job, and they they took their passion as their part-time job, but that part-time job, they worked that until they made it their full-time job. Maybe they had to block out the stories that hurt their momentum. Maybe they stopped allowing other people to minimize their belief in themselves. Maybe they pushed forward when it wasn't easy, when they were tired, when they had no money. They sacrificed a ton of shit, but now they have a ton of shit to show for it. I don't know one successful business person that will tell me much of a different story. So if there's a blueprint on how to get to where you want to go to, and the only reason you haven't gotten there yet is... A story that you've told yourself, why don't you quit telling yourself the fucking story and go all in? It's really that simple. I mean, it's countless examples, one after another after another, of truly successful entrepreneurs that I happen to be friends with, or friendly with, or have had conversations with, that do much better for themselves than I do, and now have an immense amount of wealth to show for it. Andy Frisella. Friend of mine, acquaintance. I'll call him a friend. You know, he's somebody I call and talk to on the phone. Take Andy Frisella, who lived in the back of his supplement store in St. Louis, Missouri, for the first two years, him and his partner Chris Klein. Out of college. They lived there. You know, they thought you open a supplement store, become a millionaire. That was the story they told themselves. They didn't turn they didn't make their first dollar for the first I think it's three to six months. They didn't have money to go out and hop bottles and buy Rolls Royces and take private jets. They worked their fucking ass off for years and years and they had nothing, but nobody knew them then. You know, the local market knew them, but you and I didn't know them the way we know them now. And then through progression and through consistency and through owning their passion was greater than anything else that came in their way, they now have a level of success that most of us would be envious of. But that success is the same shit that you or I could have. We just have to work for it the way that they worked for it. The great part about Andy is you sit down with him and you talk to him one-on-one, man-to-man, in front of a big group. I don't care when you talk to him, but you talk to this fucking guy, and he doesn't think he's made it anywhere yet. As his Lamborghini Vendador is parked out front and first forms a phenomenal company with hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue. And he's like, man, I'm just getting started. Like, I'm not, I haven't made it. I don't have Warren Buffett money. I don't have I Y, Z. I haven't made the global impact I need to make. And so he keeps moving that bar further in front of himself. So when it comes down to somebody like you or I, why do we stop moving the bar? Why don't we, why don't we start at least walking towards the fucking bar? You know, in my opinion, it's always fear. It's that fear of rejection. It's that fear of, of ridicule. It's the fear of the what-ifs. There's going to be a shitload of what-ifs in our lives. I'm sitting again in my office right now in Columbus, Ohio, not really knowing for sure where the next revenue comes from. I know it's going to come. I know the next sales come. I know that's the way my marketing agency works. But you have to take those steps. I have to take those steps. I've agreed with with a large group of people to climb Mount Kilimanjaro at the end of August, first part of September. It's going to be called the Epic Human Adventure Tour. We're going to go do a bunch of crazy shit. I have no idea how to climb a fucking mountain. No clue. But I'm going to. I started training. I'll put one foot in front of the other. I'll keep pushing myself and expanding. And by the time the day comes, like that hill, that mountain is going to feel like child's play. That's going to be just a notch in the belt at that point. But it's a mindset shift. It's a mindset shift that I've had to go through. Went from running car dealerships, working inside of car dealerships, to working inside of other companies, to owning my own companies. Because there there has to be that disconnect. You have to be able to, for me, I had to be able to break free of the confines of the stories that other people told me. I know people judge me. I know it still makes me fucking get sick sick to my stomach on the inside. Anytime I post a video, anytime I hop on this microphone before I start this podcast, I'm like, shit, how's this going to be received? How's this make me feel? Am I made fun of? Is anybody going to listen? There's this whole checklist of shit that I go through. But at the end of the day, this is a stepping stone. This is one foot in front of the other, day over day, as I'm working towards a goal of influencing and helping people. That's what this is all about for me. But I know my quote unquote why in this situation. I know why I do what I do and I know why I'm going to continue to do what I do. It's because I have a goal that I'm going to keep walking towards until I get there. No different than I'm going to encourage you to do. If you think about your your life right now you take stock of everything that you have versus everything that you want. Don't care how much or how little you have or how much or how little you want, but there's there's a gap between those two things. And that gap could be huge or it could be small, but it's still going to take you steps to traverse from where you're at now to where you want to get to. So let's take your body for instance. Let's say you want a six-pack and that's just your thing. You've always wanted a six-pack. You've never had one. Okay, so how do you get there? You're going to have to diet, you're going to have to exercise, you have to sleep well, you have to lower your stress. Maximize your hormones. There's things you're going to have to do to give yourself the best sporting shot, but you can't do them for a day or for a week or for a month. You'll have to do them consistently until you get the desired results that you're searching for. That same methodology applies to your your business or your relationship with with your family. So as you think about these things, I encourage you to to plan out where you want to get to and start putting one foot in front of the other every day consistently. Until you get to your goal, because that's the difference is if you're willing to get shit done every day or stay stagnant with where you're at. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 minutes to freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to Ryannidel.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.